0: Hi, my name is Megan Schad. I'm a certified occupational therapist and stress management consultant. I work with clients, helping them to overcome or cope with their limitations and problems in everyday life, whether it's physical, mental, psychosocial or environmental, although the path we choose in life is influenced by many factors. There are some that play a bigger role in shaping our behaviors and habits. Those are our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. They determine our physical and mental health, the quality of our lives, and whether we experience happiness. In my podcast series, I share the mindsets and strategies that helped me back to a well-functioning, healthy, and happy life coming back from a place in which I didn't think this was ever possible. I also share with you other strategies and uh, ways to deal with everyday stress. Even though our journey to healing may differ from one another, one can certainly apply the strategies discussed Here, while soul searching and discovering one's true self, I was born and raised in Iran, a country of many beauty, rich history, coupled with a complicated culture. Being a woman in Iran has never been easy, yet, the individual family culture impacts the degree of difficulty for young girls and women to live and survive inside the homes and throughout the society. My family happened to be a very traditional, conservative Iranian one. Although my parents were not that religious, they held a high regard for the old school and traditional doctrine of parenting within the Persian culture, one that treated the girls vastly different than boys with almost no personal freedom for a girl to live a free life and define her own path to her future. As if this was not difficult enough for me to survive through, my family further carried a series of rare abusive behaviors, which ultimately traumatized the children, but me as the only girl among them the most. The physical and psychological trauma caused by my experiences throughout my childhood and youth caused enormous emotional pain throughout my life, some of which stayed with me well into my adulthood, but they also helped defining the path I chose in life. I truly believe that they shaped the person I am today to a greater degree my direction of education and line of work was defined by my experiences throughout those years. Also, my parenting skills, my relationships and friendships, and almost every decision I made throughout my life was uh, all impacted by these experiences. But the pain was still there. For years, I was asking myself, why do I feel this way? Why all this pain? Why that happened to me? But later, I wondered why not. When I digged into my past and learned about how everyday life and how things that happen to us can affect our mind and body, I came to realize why not me. And uh, I started to ask myself different questions that led me to where I am today. Actually, out of the dark, bottomless hole of depression and the vicious cycle of psychosomatic pain. The new questions I began to ask myself were, why am I still feeling this way? Why am I still stuck in my painful life story? Why am I not doing anything about it now? What's missing in my life right now and how can I create what's missing here and now? Although what I had been through was undoubtedly beyond all logic and justice, it all happened years ago. I was neither at the same time nor in the same place anymore. But it felt like <clears throat> I was having phantom pain, like experiencing pain in a body part that was no longer there. I realized that I was relieving the trauma by continually ...thinking and dwelling about it in my mind. And in doing so, I was further hurting by keeping myself in that state. Now I was the only one causing the pain while not doing anything about it and not doing anything to heal. I made a deliberate decision to give myself everything I had been denied whether it was love, attention, affection, or proper life skills that any average parent would give their children for dealing with life's everyday challenges and demands. I decided to treat myself differently by giving myself self-love, self-respect, self-acceptance, self-care, self-discipline. And I decided to become much more self-aware. When you genuinely create these qualities within you, they change who you are. They're going to light up your path toward the world you didn't know existed. And to opportunities you couldn't even imagine possible. You dare to dream and you dare to follow them. It makes you discover the power within you that you never knew you had. Since I felt that my parents lacked any proper parenting skills and any sense of reality or appropriate guidance and uh, mental strength, I felt the need to become my own parent and guardian. Of course, this was when I was 20 years old. I knew there was not much I could achieve in life without uh, proper guidance and inner strength I just kept procrastinating everything. I felt the desire to change and kept trying but still couldn't follow through. I also realized that I was somewhat of a perfectionist. Perfection is by far one of the most debilitating mental limitations a person can have. When you expect nothing but perfect, you're most likely not to get anything done. Studies suggest also that uh, you can harm your mental health by striving for too much perfection. Therefore, my new motto in life became Screw Perfection. Good enough is actually good enough. There might be individuals in your life who can't or won't support you in your effort towards a better and happier life. Some have nothing positive to add to your progress towards a healthier and happier you. And some just come up with negative ideas about different ways you can fail. Keep in mind that these are the ones who never made a sustainable and positive change in their own lives. They may never had the courage, the guts and the boldness, and above all, they don't have your life experiences. They may not have the unstoppable desire to grow like a tiny flower that fights its way through a rock. Their negativity comes from fear, doubt, inadequacy, and their own shortcomings. You need to learn not to take their negativity personal. After all, it's not about them, it's about you. It's not what resources you have, but what you're willing to do to make a difference in your life and the lives of others you love. And that with the tiny resources you may have, with whatever you have and make the most of it, You could easily get stuck in a role that you haven't chosen yourself. Perhaps it's given to you by your parents, teachers or the society. I remember when I was living in Iran, I felt like a second-hand citizen. Not only because of what happened to me in our home, but also because I was in a man-dominated society with a demeaning view of women, a view that disabled many well-functioning women and kept them inside their homes, doing nothing but the same repetitive, non-stimulating chores day in and day out, while men got to play big and do whatever they wanted to do. When I left Iran during the Iran-Iraq war in 1986, I thought my misery would end simply when I would leave the country. However, I wasn't aware that I took my whole culture, mindset, and behavior with me. However, the actual problem was that I was still stuck in the same mindset and the belief about myself and my role as a woman. The truth was that nothing could change unless I changed the common denominator, which was me. Until then, I would experience the same problems in different settings. I also came to a point in my life that I had to choose between having a happy and healthy life or having my parents in my life. I either had to get myself out of their abuse and take care of myself, or keeping them in my life and develop new symptoms and new health problems. For years, I was having physical and emotional pain. I went from one doctor to the other. One day I could experience excruciating pain in my neck and shoulders, the next day in my lower back. I could have terrible headaches that lasted for days. When my first daughter was two years old, I was diagnosed with lymphoma. I was lucky it wasn't malign. However, to hear the word cancer is enough to r- turn your world upside down, especially when you have a little child. Thankfully, I survived, survived. but uh, even if I've survived cancer, it took me years to recover from the treatment's side effects, such as having pain in the same arm. I lumped in an extreme fatigue. I felt like a lost soul looking for answers, why all these symptoms? At the time, I had rehabilitation treatments 2-3 times a week. It could be a visit to an occupational therapist, a physiotherapist or a just a massage session. When I think about it now, I wonder why No healthcare professional ever asked me what happened in my life that hurt so much. When I visited them so often due to my symptoms and pains, they all just followed the same conventional routines, made a series of standard tests and tried to treat the symptoms and cure my body. However, I now know that my problems, like many others, were not just physical. They were so much more than that. Maybe if they had detected my emotional and psychosocial issues while I was was having all those physical pains, I didn't have to experience cancer in the first place, let alone all the pain and suffering due to the treatments. I started to read about cancer treatments, its side effects, And cancer prevention, I noticed that I was curious and interested in psychology, physiology, rehabilitation, and about how the human mind and body works. It all got me thinking, and it led me into the field of rehabilitation and healing. I felt seeing healthcare professionals and receiving healthcare treatment wasn't enough for me. I needed more, so much more. I had to become one myself. Having those experiences as a patient, I could now integrate all of that with my field knowledge to help others and to recognize root causes to their problems and hopefully get help help them to get help before their emotional or psychosocial problems develop to physical or mental health problems. Thank you for listening.